Hello, I'm Neil Quigley and welcome to my podcast. Even though Alec Baldwin's Donald Trump impression fooled a national newspaper in the Dominican Republic that it was actually the president, the real Mr Trump still thinks the actor is overrated. Unilever, whose brands include Marmite, has strongly rejected a takeover bid from a giant US company. Now Donald Trump's either going to love or hate that. Apparently the new Fifty Shades Darker film is so bad it's like sitting through two and a half hours of torture, ironically. The Lego Batman movie has beaten Fifty Shades Darker at the American box office, taking more money, although to be fair, they do both involve people in rubber costumes with masks hitting each other. Some shock news this week, as prisons which are full of violent criminals and drug dealers are found to be full of drugs and vicious fights. I mean, who could have predicted that? According to new research, dogs mirror their owners' personalities, which is why I presume Katie Hopkins has a female pug with a couple of heads. Business news, Samsung were the only business last year who, despite being on fire with their phones, lost money. So apparently Nokia are going to bring back an old classic phone. They're going to bring back the 3310. Do you remember that? It was a great phone. Its battery would last for about a week. It was fantastic. It was robust. You could drop it a million times. It wouldn't break. The thing is, it couldn't do anything. It could make phone calls and receive them. And I think it could just about send text messages. That's the reason its battery life was so good. It didn't really do anything. Oh yeah, and it had that really annoying Nokia ringtone. The Cooperative Bank has put itself up for sale, which is very accommodating of them. After a hospital in Berkshire was quoted £855 for a blackout blind, we are thankful they did not say it was for a wedding, as that would have instantly tripled the price again. The actress June Brown was 90 years old this week, famous for playing Dot Cotton in EastEnders. She was a guest on Desert Island Disc as well, playing some great tunes from her past. I was lucky enough to once meet her. It was at T4 on the beach down at Western Supermare. I had a backstage pass and I was enjoying the show and I was working for a radio station down there, so just getting some interviews and I bumped into June and she was more than happy to chat. So I'm not saying she'd been taking advantage of the complimentary drinks that were on offer, but the conversation we had, we talked about the weather because it was a lovely scorching hot day and she told me that she had a friend who lived down in Somerset near Western Supermare and she spends a lot of time down there with her which is all great I thought that's fine she goes yeah we like to go into the garden she's got very high walls around her garden so we like to sunbathe naked there yeah Doc Cotton admitting that to me June Brown was fantastic fun when I met her and wish her a very happy 90th birthday this week although I've never been able to watch EastEnders in the same light since so after the Canadian tennis star Eugenie Bouchard agreed to go on a date with a student after losing a Twitter wager, basically he was betting her that his team, the Atlanta Falcons, would win the Super Bowl. She said they wouldn't. He said, well, if they did, we got a date with me. She said yes. The Falcons won. She went on that date. Now I'm currently compiling a list of 10 celebrities I'd like to place bets with just in case this comes good again. In music news, Ed Sheeran has won a legal appeal to allow the parking plans at his planned country mansion in Suffolk to go ahead. Who says rock and roll is dead? I mean, nothing says crazy like sensible stories. If he carries on writing about his life experiences in his songs, his next album is going to be fascinating. Adele cleaned up at this year's Grammys, and by that I mean she managed to perform without swearing. Some good news, the entire cast of Love Actually are going to reunite for a comic relief special this year to remind us of a time when Hugh Grant was Prime Minister and airports were fun places to hang out and meet the love of your life and where you didn't have to spend three hours queuing a passport control. As yet another contestant retires injured from the jump with Bradley Wiggins out with a fracture in his leg. I think I'd rather take my chances on the Hunger Games instead of this. Less chance of getting hurt, surely. The England cricket team are trying to recapture the past by going back to their route. 
As the Cheltenham Festival looks to limit the amount of alcohol its racegoers consume, the Grand National has gone one further by changing its sponsors from Crabbies to Randox Health, from a drinks company to a private health clinic. I wonder what they'll serve behind the bar there now. Blood pressure checks and paracetamol? After Arsenal's 5-1 defeat against Bayern Munich of the week, Arsene Wenger was asked by the media if he thought he would be sacked by Arsenal. He said he couldn't see it. No change there then. This week, firefighters were called to a blaze and a suspected cannabis factory in Birmingham. Three people were treated to smoke inhalation. Good to see after a year away, Playboy have decided to bring back nudity to their magazine after, would you believe, sales dropped. I mean, what else do they think people were buying it for? The intriguing stories or the adverts? The new £5 note will not be withdrawn from circulation, despite vegans wanting it removed as it has traces of animal fat in it. To be fair though, so do I, as does 70% of the population, and we're still very much in circulation. I mean, if you really don't want to use them, there are other monetary options. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to the Neil Quigley podcast. Have a fantastic seven days, have lots of fun, and enjoy yourselves. I'll see you next week.